0: I get the keys ready are just come in, you know, you come and the music. Tony?
1: Oh. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Lois can never have Superman's man's Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon body.
2: Hey, I
3: tried to teach
0: you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but, oh, no, you wanted to play little dude instead. I'm the man's a hero! You know, see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I
2: guarantee
0: you blow the load back to the child. Thank you, Tricia. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder.
1: The only way you could bang regular chances with a kryptonite combo that would kill
3: him. Fantastic Forum, assemble! We are here once again. We are Fantastic Forum, your weekly source for news, reviews, and I guess booze. That's the only thing I can think of that rhymes. We are back at it. We have a good show for you today. We're we. Are, we have Bringing you a review for Unnatural Number 1 from Image Comics. Got a a little bit of a review from Death of Superman. DC Animated Universe. I think that's the latest animated thing that's been out. I don't know yet. We'll find out when Joe gets here. Uh, And as always, we got a little bit of the news. A little headline news and, and... Lampooning of it and and all that. As always, we're coming at you live from allgames.com. It's a cool website with a bunch of cool shows, bunch of podcasts, some blogs, some news. And if you wanna join in on the conversation, you could hit us up on Skype. Today you'll be calling All Games Network on Skype. That's it, right, Tiger Claw? He's not listening.
1: But if he doesn't pick up... Correct, I said actually. I said yes. (laughs) (laughs) The first time? Um, (laughs) I didn't hear
3: you. But if he doesn't pick up for whatever reason, you could jump in to Discord and I guess search for the allgames.com chat room. And you can join us and have all sorts of witty comments, like MXT, who says, Heck, you should make Scott Rubin. And then Heck says, nah. I have no idea what that means. That's just something witty they said. Um, Speaking of Scott Rubin, star of the Chase promotional campaign, he's a guy that made it all together, so we'd like to give him a big thank you. I know Larry usually does it, and I guess I should too. I'm trying to sound like Larry when I do these preamble before the show starts. Um, <clears throat> he basically started the website and gave us a place to talk shit. And now he's not nowhere to be seen. But thank you, Scott Rubin. We, also, we are proudly brought to you by the good people at Jeffrey's Comics, L.A. and South Bay's premier comic book retailer. Should give them a call, and place your order. Tell, give them our name. Tell them we sent you. You get a, uh, you get a sweet deal on some trade paperbacks. That number is 310-538. Oh shit! I blanked out on the number. Look, Google it. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all for. That's shows over. I'm done wrap-up music. Now, let's jump into it. I'm going to jump into some news. Tiger Clay, you got some news music? I'm going to start off with the news.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Right.
0: Let Here, let me cue that up. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> Comic book news! We should have a like, like uh, Comic
3: book like book news! news. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like... <laughs>
2: When did we auto-tune that? That um, was me. The,
3: like, yeah, that was like two days after we made it, the original. The, like, the, the next week somebody said, me, you actually. should auto-tune it. Yeah, but... Because we made the original, and then... the next By the next show, somebody suggested... You guys should auto-tune it, because auto-tuning was a big deal back then, like ten years ago. And then... By the end of the show, Tiger Claw had it.
2: Yeah, it was a big deal ten years ago. Now it's expected.
3: Yeah, it's like you yeah. can't you can't uh,
2: have a career without without a auto tune. Yeah, if you, yeah even, if a, see, even if you can sing, you still have yeah. to auto tune.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, in Chat says, "Where's Larry? Was he snapped away?" Um yeah, but not in the sense that you that would be cool involving Thanos. His boss at work snapped and he said, Yes, sir. And so he's stuck working. And that's where Larry is. Nothing fun, nothing exciting. Just boring old work. <clears throat> um Yeah, as far as so yeah. In news this week we um, we got a something that really hit me in the balls. There was a new story last year in 2017 that Sony is making Venom, Sony is making Silver and Black, Sony is making Craven, and I always thought these movies aren't going to get made, you know? Like they can't do it. Now we have Venom coming out. It's terrible. But now the Craven movie has a writer. The guy that's writing Equalizer 2 or wrote Equalizer 2 is going to be writing the Craven movie.
2: Is Equalizer 2 good? I have no idea. I like, mean, it it, it it it's out in theaters now, right? But it did, I think
3: the week it came out, it was number one or number two.
2: I really doubt that. Really, I think that's one of those came in and nobody, nobody had any idea.
3: I don't know, man. Let's see what's the dude's name here? Richard Wink, or Dick for short
2: but yeah i don't know i don't know you guys what what else has he done hey, are you going to look him up uh
3: i could look him up but i honestly don't know what he's done really maybe equalizer
2: 1 he um see i heard equalizer 1 was good though so i yeah i thought you think saw that it. you you would think that's what that's what they would put next to his name, not two.
3: It says here he's an actor as well. Let's see here. I, I just... I don't think... I have the same beef I have with Venom that I have with Kraven. Like, these movies are... These are Spider-Man characters. They don't work without Spider-Man. Now... Craven might work without Spider-Man as like a prequel to him fighting Spider-Man.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm looking at Equalizer 2 now. The week it came out, it did get number one. Over oh, um, like 10
3: million bucks, right?
2: Thirty six.
3: Thirty six okay. Yeah. Number
2: two, its only real competition was Mamma Mia, and that made thirty five. Yeah. So it, it barely edged out "Mamma Mia." What two? Yeah. And "Hotel Transylvania" in its second week came at t- about twenty-four. So it was it was just a low weekend. It was it, it they picked a good weekend to come out. Mm. Yeah. So I I don't know what that says. That, like I said, I I heard about it, but I didn't. Really, I didn't know when. I don't know when it came out. I wasn't looking for it when it came out, and to me, it just came and went.
3: And it says here he wrote the Renegades, the Jack Reacher movies, the Magnificent Seven movie.
2: Wait, Jack Reacher movies? I thought there was just one. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a three, I think. With Tom Cruise? Yeah. All three.
3: Well, there's two here listed, but I guess they're the same one.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. Without Tom Cruise, I I don't even see what the point is. So, he's good at sequels, I guess. Yeah.
3: He directed the first... Oh no, the producer Uh, He directed Dracula Bites the Big Apple And then Attack of the Five Foot Two Women He directed the Sweet Valley Hive TV show
2: Wait, is this guy going to direct or write? Right, but I'm just listing his credits here Because his writing credits are actually The mechanic was interesting Who was in that? Statham? Oh. So it's this just, a, it's typical,
3: just a regular
2: yeah, yeah. Statham movie where...
3: Yeah, anybody could write that.
2: Yeah, he's just doing Statham things. Yeah. Expendables yeah. 2, which... Is, Again. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Just watch Expendables 1 and change the cast. Yeah. It does have him as writing the first Equalizer. So yeah. They should just say Equalizer writer. So he's good at... uh. At action movies, I mean, none, none of these. I mean, they're not amazing action movies, but they're still they're still all right. He's the uh, the Michael Bay of of the sequels.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I don't.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you guys feel about Craven without Spider
2: Man in it. I still don't know how I feel about Venom without Spider-Man in it. Yeah.
1: I mean, We're I'm not a some...
2: huge Venom fan.
1: Okay, so far we got a Venom movie coming out and then a Kraven movie coming out. Do you think there's going to be some sort of post credit scene setting up the Kraven movie or the uh, Soul nah. Sable movie?
3: Nah, they're not going to connect, I don't think. Like, the only way they would connect is through Spider-Man, you know? Like, Look, I've seen Venom fight Craven before, but that happened in a Spider-Man comic. You know? Same with Silver Sable and Craven. You know? And Black yeah. Cat and Craven.
1: Yeah, but you know, given these movies, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to figure out a way to put them together.
3: Look, anything they figure out that doesn't involve Spider-Man isn't called figuring it out. That means they're just, they're just making shit. Like it's not, it's not gonna work. Yeah, you know? um, Craven's best story, which Joe's not here to tell me that it's not the best story, but it's Craven's last hunt, which is the whole point. The whole thing that makes Craven interesting is that he's a hunter. He hunts big games. He's super powered, and he wants to hunt Spider Man. Like he considers Spider Man the ultimate prey. That would make him a real hunter. And I don't see what a Spider-Man movie uh, is. Uh, what a Kraven movie is without Spider-Man. Like
0: that.
1: like, anything that's is, interesting uh, with him? Who Who would they cast like as uh, a Kraven? Because doesn't he have a European... Doesn't he have a European... A European? No, no. Uh, uh, he has an accent. I don't know if it's Russian or... Or yeah, he's like Russian.
3: Yeah. yeah, he's like Eastern Bloc type guy.
1: Eastern European. Yeah, guy.
3: yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Like they're not; they probably don't even know he has an accent, so he's probably not going to have one.
2: Now, and we're assuming that it's even really actually going to come out. Yeah, because they, only... okay. Silver and Black had a director and writers, and that's been pulled. Yeah, Sinister like Six more... was pulled what a year ago.
3: Right. I, th- I think um, they're gonna wait. This is all dependent on Venom. If Venom does well, then they're gonna really like go in it. But I guess they're trying to have a somebody with some idea of what it's gonna be in case it does well, which I really hope it doesn't.
1: Another thing is, I heard the movie's okay. gonna be R rated, so I wonder how that's going to do.
3: I don't care. It, look, it doesn't. I mean, comic movies don't need to be R rated.
1: So well, that's like, Deadpool.
3: Deadpool could have been PG-13 and still would have been as good. Okay. The comics aren't R-rated. Like they are now, but they weren't R-rated in the past, you know? Well,
0: Let's see.
3: Change. SG and chat says I feel Sony has no idea what to do with the Spider Verse.
2: Well, we we heard a long time ago that they're when they announced, I think, the Sinister Six movie, and they were going to do it like Avenger style, where all the villains would have a movie and then bring them together. Yeah, that they needed to do that because they didn't want to lose the Spider Man money, especially now that they're getting a, a kickback for letting Marvel use spider-man in their movies i don't even think they're
3: really getting that much of a kickback like from the sony leaks of the email leaks there was really no like there was no number figure ever mentioned in any of those you know what i mean so they might be doing something like not off the books but after that they might have come up with a deal but i don't think they're getting any money like that like maybe just some producer points or distribution point, you know? I know there was an article saying that. It's like, yeah, Sony's not getting anything for it, but, you know, articles come out every day that get that need to be retracted and don't get retracted. You know what I
2: mean? They, I mean, they got to be getting something. Cause, yeah. You know, they, these people are obviously trying to make as much money as possible. Right. You can tell that when you see the Venom trader. So, for them to have their biggest character be, you know, making all this money for Disney now, yeah. they've, they've got to be getting a chunk of that.
3: On our Instagram, I posted the real trailer for Venom, the real teaser. So, if you go to Fantastic Forum Instagram, I think it's our latest post. It's a little video clip. <laughs> you should check it out. Um,. Yeah, they, they gotta be making some money. But, yeah, I really hope this doesn't get made. Like, They could do anything they want. They could do with the animated thing. You know what I mean? Miles Morales. And have Spider-Man yeah. in it.
1: Yeah. And they got Spider-Gwen uh, with the ballet shoes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't announced a Spider-Gwen
1: movie.
2: Unless don't there's some give, sort of deal where... The, the...
1: Don't give him any ideas because that could happen.
2: Unless there's some sort of deal where, since that's such a new character after that Spider Man deal, maybe they can't?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it could weird be worse. could be worse. They could do a Spider Pig movie. Or whatever. Uh, <laughs> the, was, it, was, it, was it the name of the. Spider
3: Ham.
1: Spider Ham, yeah.
3: So if you're going to bring him up, do it right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I just I really hope it doesn't make any money.
1: It's going to make Venom money. That is. No, no, it's going to make no money no matter what because there's, there's going to be that group of people that want to see it out of curiosity.
3: No, uh, I hope not.
1: Even if I they hope have to use movie parts curious
3: <laughs> they might not be able to
1: yeah that you know it depends if uh if it you know if it's available because right now they're only allowing three movies I think it's three movies per week now
3: yeah, but they're also blocking off like major movies too right
2: I heard somebody three, three movies per month not per
3: week. Per three month. Engine, yeah. yeah.
2: Hmm.
3: That's not worth it. Because technically, if I show up on a Tuesday at a AMC theater or a Sunday before 11, like, I'm watching a movie for five bucks. You know and, what I mean? Yeah.
1: The, uh, the, the one at AMC is a better deal because I think it's three movies per week.
2: Yeah, but they have to be at AMC. What if I want to go somewhere else? Yeah, but, I mean, that, was the, am, that was the that was the draw. You don't draw have with an AMC
1: nearby or anything like that.
2: Not that it has openings. Like they have giant couches for their for their seats, so it's like a third of the seats of a regular theater, and it fills up quick.
3: Yeah, that is true. And then now with buying stuff online, you could because what it is now it, it, because they have so many like so few seats. They're all reserved seats. Yeah. So if you don't buy, like, on Fandango or something, you don't reserve your seat ahead of time, you're going to get shit seats.
1: Yeah, you know, but uh, I, I bought movie tickets online before, but then I realized it costs more than when you actually pay. Yeah, but
3: them. You, get them, you get them ahead of time and all that stuff. So it's, I mean, it... it the convenience, you know, like you got to pay for convenience.
1: Yeah, that's, the, yeah, that's why it costs more because they're charging you what they call a convenience fee.
3: Right, you don't have to go to the box office and buy it ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know, and you can pick your seat well, I mean, I, and they I charge you what, like,
1: I, I, well, it, uh, you don't have you a problem it, with seats. Uh, Usually I pay like $12 or something for a ticket, and that's usually for a 3D showing. And I don't even have to make the line. I can just go to one of the kiosks and buy it right there. I don't have to order it online.
2: Yeah, but that's been for years. Look, I've always wondered why people stand in a long-ass goddamn line when there's three kiosks and nobody there. I just walk up, buy the tickets, and go. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, exactly. that's always been weird, and like they all watch me. They all see me go to the kiosk, buy a ticket, and start walking into the theater while they're sitting
1: in line for ten minutes.
3: I always just buy um the senior tickets, so it's like six bucks.
1: You ever uh, you ever you ever bought a ticket at the kiosk and the kiosk did not print your ticket?
3: Nah, never had that
0: problem.
1: It happened to me once, but I was able to get someone from the theater to uh. You know, print a ticket for me.
3: What happened? Why? Why didn't it print?
1: I, I don't know. I, it, it was either run, it either it either ran out of paper or the paper was jammed or something.
3: That's no good. Yeah, uh, in chat, Hex Peter says. Parker. In chat, Hex says Peter Porker is amazing. Heck, he also says, convenience fees is why I go to the box office. Hashtag cheap bastard. Uh, Shadow Chen says, ticketmaster fees are criminal. Burr says, computers are scary. Oscar, he's talking to you. Uh, Big Man says, I think Venom could work without Spider-Man if it's well written, but this movie doesn't look like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think if they would have done a Venom movie after he... Same movie like this, but they, it just took place after his whole thing with Spider-Man, they can kind of, like, halfway acknowledge it without having to show Spider-Man and just show him being the lethal protector. I think it would be a good movie. would be a better movie, you know? But this movie doesn't look like that. Uh, SG says, yeah, Big Man, the latest trailer kind of spoils the, some of the movie. And then... I was watching the trailer again and then when Venom speaks you can't understand a word he says he's got the whole Bane problem all
2: over again there's a debate over whether he calls the guy a turd or a, or a toad
3: right yeah and then even the, the actual dialogue he says doesn't work for turd or toad so it's like it's something like you're gonna fly away like a turd in the wind or something
2: the toad in the wind. It it no, it works 'cause he's telling a dude he's gonna eat his arms and legs and rip his face off and so it's just gonna he's just gonna be there and the the wind is gonna bl- like blow him, like roll him, not fly. But But even then I, I but see... But turds don't the- don't roll right. in the wind. Right. And neither
3: do toads. Right. So it doesn't work. Yeah, that movie's dumb.
2: I don't. Know. On to other news. I have a a story that pissed me off. Fucking fake ass. And I wish Larry was here because I know Nia I know. Nia, Nia is a rocket scientist. I need somebody to go over there and yell at some people. Is uh, scientists see this uh, giant green glowing? thing flying through space and they call it Hulk. Yeah. They call it the Hulk coming. I'm like, what the perfect opportunity and you fuck it up. Assholes.
3: But in their defense, they don't read comics probably. They're just going by the movies. And The Hulk had a movie. Yeah, but not a good movie as the ones the Hulk has been in. The
2: Hulk doesn't fly around in space. Hey, like, he, like he's gone through space. What, like, what? I No, he hasn't actually. No, he I, has. He was, he was in the he was in a Quinjet the the one time. He's yeah. He, he goes through space in a ship. No, he's Green gone... Lantern goes through space in encased in green light.
1: He he has
2: gone
3: into space,
1: and by himself. And, and yeah, and that one in, time in Amazing Spider-Man 328, and then we saw him travel through space in Infinity War, at, at light speed, or something.
3: Yeah, but that, look, I'm t- if we're going by by comics, which I thought we were doing in in right. Amazing Spider-Man 328 he gets punched by Spider-Man, and he launches him into space.
2: But he doesn't glow when he hits space, right? He's actually gray at the time.
3: He's a gray Hulk.
2: And to Tyre Claw's point, I mean, yeah, he did travel through space in Infinity War, but that was it through the rainbow. Yeah. No, when uh, when Earth. That that still wouldn't be green. That would be rainbow colored.
1: Yeah. (laughs) A rainbow colored Hulk. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs)
3: You know that's going to be the title of this episode now, right? Rainbow Colored Hulk. Hulk. Like, hey, hey, Rainbow Colored Hulk. Hey, hey, imagine that. It's going to be awesome.
2: Um, Yeah, All that just to say scientists piss me off because they're stupid. I'm smarter than them. (laughs) About Green Lantern. Maybe. Which, look, that's all you need. If you're dealing with space, all you need to know is the stuff in Green Lantern, and you know everything. So it's me and Jeff Johns. We need to launch a satellite.
3: Look, Jeff Johns is part of the problem.
2: Well, yeah, now. <laughs> I remember when when his stuff was great. I loved his books, especially when he finally finished his run on Green Lantern. That That last book he did was amazing. And then they fucked it up, and then he decided to come back. And I, I, I don't know what, I don't know who he was talking to or what, what happened there. But his, his movie stuff is it hasn't been on par with with what he used to do.
1: Yeah, this yeah, this is what happened when you get a comic book writer trying to make movies, because writing for movies. And writing oh, for shut up! You like his movies. movies. Writing writing a comic and you, writing a movie are like, like two completely different different animals.
3: You like the movies he he was involved in? Don't lie. You like Man know. of Steel?
1: I don't know how much he's written in the in the most recent movies. I mean,
3: well look, maybe, you you you, maybe, you already like you already like I the mean, Captain uh, Marvel it, movie. Maybe
1: he was like maybe he gave the writer some ideas but I don't know if he actually Wrote something that was in the and you know that he wrote specifically that was in the movies. I don't know. You already
0: it's probably, like
2: movie. you know, what, what probably happened is now that he's gone Hollywood, it's it's the cocaine that's writing. The cool. well, I mean, yeah, look, look, look,
1: look at it this way if him not doing all that stuff anymore for Hollywood. We're now getting some uh, new DC movies that are going to be coming out. And I'm pretty sure you got that in the news. The what? Uh, With him not being involved this time around, we are getting some new DC movies. One that was recently announced.
3: Which one was that?
1: Uh, Supergirl. I don't know what you think of that one.
3: Well... See, the problem with that story in that new story is that it's on the drawing board. Is the headline. And it's like... These motherfuckers. That's how you know is not on it when it needs to be on it. You know, like... They had Joss Whedon to do a Batgirl movie. They got rid of him. Or whatever. It didn't work out. But... And then they had Wonder Woman came out last year. Like, that should have been the time to be like, okay, you know what? This movie's good. Let's get some of these female characters. Uh, who who are we going to get? Who are we going to get that that could be good? Look, Supergirl's the obvious choice. Like, they should have had that. The As soon as the numbers came in for the weekend for Wonder Woman, they should have greenlit yeah, I
1: mean, Supergirl. Yeah, definitely, they should have gone with and now
3: And now... After all this time, it's still just on the drawing
1: board. And, and, you know and, what and, else
2: they announced? Yeah. What? You know what else they announced? Going along with what you were talking about, Mo, For TV, they announced uh, Stargirl.
3: Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week, no?
2: I don't think we did. I thought we did. I don't pay attention. You know? Yeah, it doesn't...
1: Supergirl will be great. That, that show's um... not going to be great. Uh, the thing about uh, the thing about Supergirl is, if you seen the movie, if you seen Man of Steel, there was a comic that came out to go along with the movie that told the backstory of Supergirl when she came to Earth. And in the movie Man of Steel, there's a scene when Clark goes into the ship. You see one of those chambers that was left open, and that was hinting that Supergirl is somewhere in the DC uh, DC EU. We just haven't Look, heard from them. All I'm
3: saying
2: all I'm You mean saying, the worlds of DC?
1: Uh whatever they're calling it now.
3: All I'm hearing is I'm right. They should have greenlit it as soon as the numbers for one shit, I would have green lit it uh when Suicide Squad did well on the box office.
2: I thought it was greenlit when they showed the empty pod thing in, it... in Man of Steel. Yeah. And they said, Oh yeah, that's that that is for for uh, for his cousin,
3: well, to their defense, though, the underperformance of Dawn of Justice might have like made them feel weird to greenlight stuff. Did, you know, th- yeah, probably you know stuff they probably put stuff on. Maybe
1: there. maybe the movie would have done better if they had released the ultimate cut in the theater at the time. Uh,
3: nah, nah, it, it, it nah, it, it's not a good movie. It's, it's just not a good movie. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing you can really do to like make it do. Like it's gonna make the money. You got the, the three most iconic characters in comic history, and it cannot sell a half t- a half ass Avengers team.
2: You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. The the uh, the ultimate director's cut or whatever makes it better. It doesn't make it great. It's still not a good movie. Yeah, I'd rather watch it, even though it extends my watching time by ha- by half an hour. But it doesn't make it. A great movie, like you that, have, this is this is from somebody that I I kind of enjoy watching the movie.
1: It's gonna be interesting. Like to you see, have, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how well Aquaman does because that's kind of uh that's not
3: gonna that's not gonna do well at all.
1: Are you sure? Because uh, I don't. Know. It, I'm, I'm pretty promising. sure. I
3: mean, it's gonna it's be a, all women watching it.
1: it. I mean, the the director behind it is someone who's very uh you know has a lot of pedigree. He's mostly done right, horror. Right, but movies, only his but... creator owned.
3: Yeah, all his stuff that that's really good is his creator owned stuff and that doesn't make they they're not blockbuster movies. Like the only ones that were blockbuster were Saw the Saw movies and it was like the ones that really made the most money are the ones he didn't direct.
1: He did one of the uh, Fast and the Furious movies though.
3: Yeah, again, like That's not a good movie. It made a lot of money just because it's an established name. Like, you can get anybody. It's like Harry Potter. Like, Harry Potter got a bunch of really good directors, like, after the first guy. Like, they switched it up. They got, like, one of the Mexican dudes that's, like, really an impressionist and expressionist filmmaker, you know? Does a lot of real good movies. And nobody knows who he is still. Like, they just, they're going for Harry Potter. That's how it is for Fast and the Furious. They're just, you know they're just gonna see a bunch of fast cars some chicks and some dudes that love each other <laughs> that's what those movies are uh, Burr says Aquaman is gonna flop so hard
1: What about uh, worse than about-
3: Suicide Squad I would have said belly flop so hard
1: what about Shazam what about I could do Oh, well. uh,
3: don't get me started on that shit. No, that's not going to do well. Look, the comic, look, it's based, I didn't even read the New 52 comic. So I'm watching this trailer getting mad like, oh, this shit ain't based on the comic, you know, the comic I know. Then I start flipping through the, the backup stories for that Justice League second arc, New 52. And it's all that. Like, that's why they have a handsome ass. Doctor Savannah is because of the art in the New Fifty Two comic book, so it, it's already based on a bad comic book.
1: Uh, com- uh, and, so it, and, it's yeah. not going to be good. And and didn't didn't they erase New Fifty Two out of existence? I mean, nah, they had that story. Still like, they had that story that yeah. like, rebooted the whole thing again.
3: No, it didn't really reboot. Like it merged it. But they're still that shit's still around. Um, yeah, it's that Captain Marvel movie is is in no way gonna be good. Like, yeah, they don't even know. Like, I went to the website and they in the description synopsis for like the teaser synopsis it says Billy Batson turns into the adult hero Captain Marvel, not. Is trapped in the body of Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? So, like, the own synopsis for the movie is already saying it wrong to what it is. So, yeah, this is, uh, SG says, Alfonso Cuaron, he directed the third Harry Potter film, the best in his opinion, and directed Gravity. Yeah. That's the dude. Again, SG knows who he is. I know who he is, and that's about it. All the Harry Potheads don't know who he is. Just like, uh, just like the people that like Twilight, they had a bunch of good directors on that too, and people don't know who they are.
1: I only saw because they just going Potter for
3: the franchise. That was it. I, I I fell asleep through all of them. Hmm. Uh, Big man says such a best opportunity with Shazam. Yeah versus judging movies on the synopsis. dang That's what I do, man. My hate knows no bounds. See, um, Moses is And guess what?
1: Moses is a type of dude that would judge a book by its cover and has You're no shame. You're supposed to.
3: That's where the price That's what the price is listed on. On the cover. Mm-hmm. Like the, the author's name is on the cover, the title's on the cover. Everything you need to know about a book is on the cover, because it's not you're not getting it at the fucking library. You're getting it at a store. If you're gonna read it,
2: you have to buy it. Mm-hmm. I guess technically, there's a synopsis on the back cover, which is still part of the cover, right? Yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, big surprise: Terry Crews wants to return to Deadpool three. But
2: you know, I thought he was gonna be in X Force. Well I get
1: I Deadpool has that time machine. He could just bring them all back.
3: I haven't seen the movie so I have no idea what you're talking about. Um I know in this story it says that he's hoping that Bedlam returns for X, the X-Force movie, but I don't think we're going to get that X-Force movie at all. Um I I'd like to see, over the oh, last I, I want to see Peter back. I don't know who you're talking about, Peter. Um, yeah, like leave my Peter alone. Um, the the X Force movie because of the Fox and Disney deal might not if it's gonna come out. It's gonna like I think the only pe- person that's gonna survive that whole uh, merger is gonna be Ryan Reynolds because they're not gonna they're shooting if, if Disney says we're gonna redo Deadpool without Ryan Reynolds. It's a huge mistake. That movie, like, people are going to be mad. People love that fucking movie. And it's it set up for it to, like... I don't know about the second one, but the first one had the helicarrier in it. So it's set up to already have been taking place in the I mean, MCU.
1: I, yeah, I would, you know? I would love to see some of the uh, MCU characters make an appearance on a Deadpool 3 or something.
3: Hey, look. I don't know. uh, versus, uh I judge books by the font on the pages. And uh I agree with Burr. Like I didn't listen to The Lamb of God because they use a the papyrus font as their logo. I didn't listen to them for 10 years.
2: Deadpool 2 actually had the uh the whole X-Men cast in it at one point. Yeah, it was the Like was the in, in the from, movie?
1: Uh, yeah. It was the cast from X-Men Apocalypse. So it's kind of weird. Whatever. The whole X-Men cast. Yeah, I mean, it it was damp. but the movie was set in, like, present times, and you see the cast from the 1980s X-Men Apocalypse. They would be... I don't know how old they'd be by this time.
2: Well, you get Patrick Stewart back in there. I mean, he's he's revising his old characters. Yeah. Right? I mean... Newton is what '80s, so we need to squeeze as much acting out of him as we can. Yeah,
1: man, he, could, he I think would,
3: they uh, could do. A, I think they could do a new a new Xavier. They don't need him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably gonna have to do a new Xavier base. he's gonna be busy. He's gonna be busy being Picard once again.
3: Look, we don't even know how much that. That's, that would last, man. Because would then the head of CBS get, like, attacked with a Me Too thing, too?
1: I don't know. Oh,
2: Les Moonves? Yeah. Yeah, he got some allegations, but I haven't heard any any fallout for him. Yeah, Not nah, yet, anyway.
3: Yeah, they they're, like, investigating him or whatever. He admitted it. He just, you know...
2: Yeah, and yeah, I mean, people are making it seem like Captain Pic. It's going to be Captain Picard in charge of the starship again. I think he's just going to be in Admiral Picard and show up every once in a while, like give the whoever the captain is a mission. And I hope is he supposed reading...
3: to be in Discovery? No,
2: no, no it's, it's not Discovery. It's a whole. It's a whole new yeah, show. Yeah, it's going to be. Okay. It's gonna they're, they're doing place... like two shows or something.
1: It's going to take place right after the Next Generation. So it's like Picard. Well it later would kinda years. have
2: to. I mean again, they would kinda have to. Yeah. Which I, I honestly believe that's what um Discovery was supposed to be.
1: Discovery is supposed to take um, place It takes place before the original series.
2: Right, but I think originally it was supposed to take place after the what was the last one? Voyager? If Voyager was the last one. Probably a few years after that, and to me, that that explains the whole redesign of the Klingons. If they're supposed to be the the Jem'Hadar, because Jem'Hadar are just funny looking Klingons, basically with a drug addiction, and that you know they would have been at the point where the Klingons were in Discovery. You know, there's just a few of them left. They. They've been at war with each other and everybody else and they're trying to trying to find glory again and trying to make themselves better, trying to, trying to bring, yeah, come yeah. back into power.
1: A- another thing is, since this takes place before the original series, they're going to have to get to the point where when we get to the original series, how the Klingons all look human. They have to uh, address that.
2: See, but at the point they're at, that would have already happened because that... They they got that in uh, during the Enterprise era.
1: Yeah, they, yeah which Enterprise is
2: like Enterprise. fifty years before this. That's that's where that starts. Yeah, and they don't they don't get better until just before Next Generation. Hmm. And that's why I think look look at it look at the fucking Discovery Klingon and look at a Jem Hadar, and you could tell that that's probably what they were going for. And then somebody hmm. said, you know what, we need to have Spock in it and so let's let's make it during this short period of time between enterprise and the original series and let's just shove it in there so we can say spock and have spock's dad and and, and bring Captain in people pike that that people involved. know about i don't really think they cared about pike cuz pike pike doesn't do very much
3: wasn't Pike like just a light bulb What? Pike? Yeah, Pike. Are you, are He's the are one
2: you that talking
0: about when was he was on the char-
1: wheelchair?
2: Yeah,
3: in the old show. Yeah,
1: that that was that was, a, that was a, I think that was the pilot episode. But that was actually the second pilot. The the real pilot had Captain Pike being a part of it.
3: Right, like he was the one that was in the menagerie in the little zoo thing, but
0: then
1: and then he,
3: then he got injured, injured there.
0: Yeah,
3: and then they, and then so when you see him again with Kirk at the helm, you just see him like, and he's just a lipo, like he can't talk. He's all paralyzed.
2: Yep. You haven't seen Discovery, right? Yeah, that no, that, I that,
1: that, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Discovery will address that.
2: The, I mean, the, were, I think were we, were
1: we I, see. I think I mentioned this on the
2: show, but the the first handful of Discovery episodes, you got to treat them like a prologue because I, I was starting to hate that show, and then it gets better.
3: Well, yeah, That's we it. we talked about it at Comic Con when we went to the Discovery like, zone or whatever, where you get to see all the production stuff.
2: Yeah, and if you notice, all the production, I don't know if you remember, all the production stuff there was from the Mirror Universe stuff. And right. So everything in that in that little museum we went to is from, like, the last... Half of the season? Yeah, the last half of the season, which is when it gets really good. But And I remember saying, like, man, I got to watch
3: Discovery now because everything looks so cool. And then when you started explaining everything, like how it is... And the empire and all this shit, and I was like, man, I got I got to watch this. And they're like, oh, well, it's all over now. Like, they were they went back to the normal shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, there's still gonna be some repercussions. Yeah, and you, stuff, you, but you notice how not, okay, it's not gonna notice, take place in the mirror universe. Okay,
1: you notice how okay, this show takes place before the original series. Yet, the technology that they have back then was far more advanced than what we saw in the original series. There's some weird inconsistencies with the the tech, don't you think?
2: Yes. You can say the same thing about the movies
3: and Star Wars too.
1: Yeah, why that's does, just why how is it is. Anything, why does why why when they have a new show taking place before the original? How come everything looks more advanced than the original was? There's That's a just bit how it is, man. Yeah, well, they they do that. They do that because when they did the original series, they didn't really have the technology that we have today for these TV shows. So they had to work with what they had. So I guess right. that. Okay, glad you
2: answered explained. your own question. Yeah, one of the things. Way. One of the things that I really liked about Rogue One was that they actually used those old school. Like screens and uh, yeah. it actually looked like it's from that time, but still better.
1: Well, it, like they they, it ha- they, it, they, they hit, the, hit a good, they hit
2: a good balance between yeah, the two.
1: They, yeah, they they were able to do that because it took place in the past, and everything had to be as is. But right. That- well, well, that well, they, they were the able truth to do
3: Phantom that. Menace. Phantom Menace wasn't like that.
2: Right. Yeah, you, yeah, what you meant to say is they were able to do that because they gave a shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all it boils down to. Yep.
2: And again, that goes right back to my thing that Disco- Star Trek <laughs> Discovery was supposed to take place after the Voyager time. I would even say 20, 30, maybe 50 years after that. I'm you, everything that goes on in that show fits better, even the because um, the, the the ship itself doesn't even need warp drive. They they found a a new way to travel where they basically just blink wherever they want.
1: Yeah, they're like using that's some, some advanced sort of, uh...
2: shit. Even for the if they had that before before the five year mission, which the original Enterprise couldn't go past like warp five or six yeah if they had that back then then why why wouldn't like that get passed along because it wasn't a secret project
1: that they're using is i think it's fungus some type of fungus
2: right well we're not talking about the fuel right now we're talking about the fact that it's even possible because it's not developed in secret it's developed by starfleet so that, yeah, that those schematics and all that would have been available yeah, when the know, Enterprise least, was built.
1: At least Discovery explained why nobody knew about the mirror universe and only Kirk found about it for the first time. At least we know we got the answer to why nobody knew about it until the original series.
2: Because nobody had been there?
1: I'm talking about the Mirror Universe. You didn't see the episodes where they were in it?
2: Yeah, I saw the second half. Uh,
1: uh, Starfleet decided to kind of, you know, erased all records and knowledge of the Mirror Universe because they were afraid that if someone found out, they would try to get in contact with any loved ones that they lost in in this timeline. And they didn't want that. So they got rid of any knowledge about it.
2: Right, but the original series takes place five years after this one. So I, it, uh, Kirk isn't known for reading, you know, r- r- status reports.
1: <laughs> because there was no status report about a mirror universe because they deleted all that, all that shit back then. That too. Mm-hmm.
2: I was more disappointed that people in the in the mirror universe didn't have goatees. Yeah, because I even
3: asked you that too. Like, do they all have goatees?
2: But... No, I wish they did. Oh, that would have been so great. Even the women just put a goatee on one of them. <laughs> No, but it it's a cool episode, especially when you get to that
1: yeah, and that big twist.
3: What big twist?
1: Oh, you haven't seen it. You haven't seen the show. I don't. I, I don't think we should spoil it. No, I,
3: it do not matter. I'm not going to watch it.
2: Uh, oh, he okay. saw pictures in the in the uh, museum. The, so
1: oh, the big twist. Well. It turns out that the captain of this discovery was the mirror universe version.
2: What that, wasn't that big of a twist? Because i was seeing people had already already had that theory. Yeah,
1: the, yeah they're they're uh, yeah. They're just the based show, on they, on
2: how he acted.
1: Yeah, they there there were a lot of clues. That a lot of people were pointing out to to that that it was you know that he was lying all along, which makes you yeah, wonder. He was, an, he was a captain. dick
2: and he didn't give a fuck about he didn't give a fuck about what happened to people as long as he got whatever he wanted.
1: Yeah. I just wonder if they I wonder if we will show the 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 original captain, you know, because usually in these mirror universe, whenever some, uh whenever a ship transports to the mirror universe, the ship from that universe also gets transported to our universe. So they're like swapping places all the time. So I wonder what happened to the original guy. The original captain.
2: Not necessarily. Like in this in Discovery, that might happen because of the the way it happened, but that doesn't mean every time somebody goes to the mirror universe, then mm-hmm. our people go there. Like it's not a one for one swap. You can have both.
1: Yeah.
2: In fact some people travel through time in the mirror universe. How does that work? The spatial anomaly, like there's in Enterprise there was um in the mirror universe, they found a ship from our universe but a hundred years advanced. And it looks like the like the original series Enterprise. Mm. And so That crew died, so the ship was empty when they found it, but it's a ship that traveled through time when it hit the Mirror Universe.
1: Yeah, they they, they addressed that in Discovery also.
3: Maybe I'll try to watch it. (laughs) Hex says, Tiger Claw, spoiling shit again.
1: Have
3: what the we series. Have to. Nobody's going to pay to watch it. Yeah, I didn't pay at, to at
1: watch least, it. At, least uh, at most, they'll probably just try and get the, uh, the free trial just to watch, to watch maybe an episode or two and that's it.
3: You can watch the whole thing in a trial period.
2: It's what, there seven are, days or is it a month?
1: There are other seven ways Seven days, to... I think... There are other ways to watch it, but we can't get into that.
3: Nah. Um, Earlier in the month, or last month rather, Disney parted ways with James Gunn. There was a whole thing that he, um, trying to get him to come back and all that. And they're not doing it. He's not coming back, which I'm happy for. I was nervous that he might come back. And now we have uh, rumors that they threw out this script for Guardians 3.
2: I think the, the rumor is basically just uh, Bautista can't shut the fuck up, right? Is that what
0: happened?
2: He said that there's a story that he said that he was willing to Asked Disney to get out, let him get out of his contract and recast them if they didn't use James Gunn's script. Uh-huh. That's that's the first time I ever heard of that, and then a few days later, oh rumor has it, they're throwing away James Gunn's script. But I haven't seen anything other than what he said.
3: There's another there's a site that tracks hirings and firings in entertainment. And uh they have uh They have a a source that says they threw it out. But I don't even think they threw it out because it's Jane's gun. Like, I think they threw it out because this whole Disney Fox deal, they might, you know, they could do shit with Shiar and shit and Guardians and tie in X Men shit. And there's all these other cosmic. You did. That was that was Guardians of the Galaxy 1 Um, but you can do there's a bunch of shit they could do now that they have you know with um, between the Fantastic Four coming back and X-Men stuff coming back their cosmic landscape for the MCU has changed
2: one of the first rumors I heard after the deal was finally done was that they're going to that Hugh Jackman was going to come back for Avengers Four.
3: Yeah, I don't think that's gonna.
2: happen. I mean, I'm sure not as a full role, but like a, at least show up, kind of like a cameo, like he did for the X Men movie, where he just tells them to fuck themselves. And... Yeah,
3: I, I don't, I don't, I don't want him as Wolverine anymore. Like, you know, but. I mean, they never care about what I want anyway, so I don't think. Right. Why. So that's what makes me think it's going to happen.
1: If they have to recast yeah. Wolverine, that's going to be that's going to be interesting to watch because who who do you think out there right now could play Wolverine? Besides Hugh Jack?
2: Tom Hardy. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but they would go with a tall dude with no hair.
3: Uh I I don't think they they got to go with an unknown like.
2: Hugh Jackman was relatively unknown when he got it right.
3: Yeah, he just had that look. I I saw this weird like fan cast thing, and they had Scott Eastwood, which I think you know if you're going to use a tall guy, might as well use Scott Eastwood. He actually looks how they've drawn Wolverine in some comics in the past.
2: I'm guessing that's Clint's son. Yeah. Which, I mean, Wolverine was supposed to be Clint Eastwood at one
0: point, right?
3: No, there's some guys that drew him like that, but he is, like, the man with no name, the mysterious, like, traveler type. And Scott Eastwood even played that in the movie El Diablo.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Joe, you on the freeway?
4: No, I'm at home. Oh. But uh it's hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'll try and move to where you can't hear the fan, but I'm not turning it off.
3: It's funny because once you talk, you can't hear it at all. But when you're not talking, it's like
4: uh, must be that noise canceling technology they're putting on phones.
3: Yeah. They should yes. do it like in general. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Just cancel noise all around. Yeah, right. Because yeah, you sound super clear. Otherwise,
4: do you um, still hear it? Nah, nah, we're good. Okay, cool. Yeah.
3: Um, we talked about earlier, Joe, about just to fill you in a little about the Craven movie. Craven? Yeah, the they got. Yeah, they got a writer for it to write it. It's the guy that wrote the Equalizer, too,
4: oh, that movie didn't suck, yeah,
3: he also wrote the 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 teens of Sweet Valley High, the Twins of Sweet Valley high t v show,
4: okay, I used to watch that. I don't remember it, but yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm more of a babysitters club man myself. <laughs>
3: See that's why I knew we needed you for that segment because um, <laughs> nobody said that <laughs> earlier. Um, right. But also, I said that my favorite story for Craven is Craven's Last Hunt, which is a, a Spider-Man story with Craven featured heavily in it, and it's about Craven, but it's in relation to Spider-Man. And I had the same gripe I had with Venom, like why bother doing a movie without Spider-Man? But I know you've yeah. read comics where Craven, like Spider-Man, isn't the focus in terms of Craven, right?
4: Right. I don't, the first story I thought of was from Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Uh-huh. Where it's basically Craven is just kind of pissed off because he's hunted everything. And then he ends up getting in a fight with a bunch of squirrels. And eventually Squirrel Girl comes and he's like... She's like, you know, you've beaten everything on, like, on land, but there are, like, tons of hideous creatures under the sea that you haven't, like, you've never hunted. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Why don't I do, like, why don't I just expand? So, I don't know. That was the first story I thought of. So
3: what you're saying is they should cross over with Aquaman.
4: You know, I would do it. In relationship to the way I would do it is have it so that you start to show him as a like hunter, but then have him hunt something like I wouldn't go Spider Man, but something like just some dangerous creature. Yeah. Like yeah, just like maybe just, even another. Villain? I would just pop up the creature, like maybe Wendigo, but you make it. Like, better than one to go. Yeah. You know, I would do, do something like that, something simple. Honestly, it's the kind of thing I would just kind of throw away. Like, I wouldn't even put that much into it. Not that I dislike Craven, but it, he really does belong in Spider Man. Like, right. that's where he belongs. And if you're going to do something else with them, well, I mean, it kind of doesn't matter what you do. So, just make what you do interesting. So, I would have him fight like a super Wendigo. I don't don't... know who Wendigo is. I just know of him. (laughs) Yeah, but He's like a Sasquatch. Right. They um, I was I saying they had, they,
3: were, like a Wendigo, they had like
4: a big Windigo. They had like a big Windigo event where there was like a bunch of them. Yeah. Like I don't know, maybe you could throw Craven into that, or have him but fight a Super Scroll, or.
3: We all know I'll be mad if there's a Wendigo movie. And Wolverine and Spider Man are teaming him up to fight him, <laughs>
4: <laughs> right?
3: Because that was like the cool, the cool comic. Like it was drawn by McFarlane and everything. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. My suggestion for Craven movie was to do it before he meets Spider Man. You know what I mean? Just like how he became the hunter, and because he his deal with Spider Man is like an obsession. You know what I mean?
4: Like, yeah, it's
3: like Moby Dick, you know, like he's just hunting them to the ends of the earth.
4: But I'm so yeah. tired of origins. Like, I want to see people in their prime doing their thing. Yeah, it's like you could tell me what the origin is, but I don't want to see the whole thing. But like, yeah. just tell me he was a great hunter, and now have him hunt. I don't know a brood or something.
3: Oh, that'd be cool. Like a, yeah, a, like a crashed brood ship, and he's got a. Cause you know he was like on a goodwill mission to Africa before he was well not goodwill he was hunting animals but <laughs> before he became his his wife was like helping starving kids and shit and he was killing animals but right. but um he could find the. Uh, Yeah, but then that would make it like a hero Like he's protecting Africa from The brood
4: No, you don't even have to Do, like At least I wouldn't do it that way I would just be like, these are things he's never hunted before So he wants to hunt them In fact, I would go out of my way To make uh, sure that people Knew he was like A bad guy Yeah, Like I would have him use an African kid As bait and then once the kid gets, like, once the brute is eating the kid, he, like, kills it. Yeah. It like, would suck
3: if he was hunting brood, though. People.
4: That would suck. But it's weird how much Hollywood hates bad guys. It's yeah. like, some of these people just aren't good.
3: Considering they're, they're all the people, people they hire, like, they're not clean, good people, you know? <laughs>
4: Right, and I think I think they kind of get away with it with Deadpool. Like I think they do, do have him be like kind of a bad enough at least. Yeah, they give
3: him some right. heart, and they make him funny so that you can, you know. That was my gripe with Doctor Strange too, where it's like, yeah, this guy's a, a narcissist, egotistical, prideful, like. You could give him the seven deadly sins and then he still becomes a hero because he learns to be a little different than what he, you know, than what he's used to. But instead, they they make him funny and and cocky and, you know, because they, they don't want people to dislike him. But it's like, yeah, it's okay if you dislike him and he just happens to have you know, the power. That's why that comic book, the villain, was tight because the guy was a douchebag and he hated him, and then he he happened to be the one that gets powers.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, but... But, yeah, it's like, I don't know, just make bad guy movies. Yeah. We're making the bad guys good guys. Yeah. Like, Like, I mean, I I am kind of excited about this Venom movie, but it's wrong. <laughs> Like, Venom's supposed to be a bad guy. Even when he's a good guy, he's still a bad guy. Yeah. Or at least Eddie Brock was... He was always just a bad guy.
0: Yeah.
4: Like, even when he was doing good, he was, like, killing people, and...
3: We had, last episode, we had some confusion about Riot or Venom making the blades out of his hand. And I got confirmation that it is Riot...
0: Mhm.
3: But it's like you know it's bad if you can't tell the difference between Riot and Venom.
4: Yeah, it is bad. Mhm.
3: But yeah, that movie. Ah, so yeah, again, the Craven movie is is still beholden to if Venom does well. So nobody go watch Venom the first week.
4: Uh, I, I do want to see it though. <laughs> <laughs> wait! Wait
3: till Monday.
4: <laughs> or Tuesday you right. can get
3: it for six bucks and then you can right. still review it in time for the show.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um
3: let's see. What's the we're in the news part of the show, but Okay. oh yeah, the, the Oscars has decided to add a popular movie category. And uh, people think it's to add the the superhero movies to it, so that they can win awards.
4: That's stupid. It is stupid. Like if they're not good enough to win awards, then they're not good enough to win a world awards, right? It's like, and I mean, I, I thought of an analogy, but it's not a good one. But so Michael
2: Bay would have like eight of them by now, right? If that that'd been there from the beginning.
4: Yeah. Yeah That's unfortunate Although the Oscars are still like Actual people Like reviewing it So it's like It would still have to not be complete garbage
3: Right And there's some comic book movies that are Complete garbage but there's some that are good Like I think I think Winter Soldier Could have been up there for like Best picture you know i don't know what Mm -hmm. else was that year but that was a good movie period you know so i know it's like even if you don't if you take out the if you take out the the superhero aspect to it it's still an action movie but the plot in it is just as good as like you know a james bond movie or um You know, like uh, Michael Clayton, you know, like that that one uh, George Clooney thriller, you know, like it has a Mm -hmm. little conspiracy, like espionage drama with action in it, you know? Right. Yeah, I I think adding another, you know, it's already long enough as it is, so adding another category is just going to extend the time. And they talk it's, about that they want to sound
2: like a
4: real category, like, yeah,
3: it
4: sounds like the like, it like sounds the, the, like some like you're the, just making
1: shit up,
3: yeah. It sounds like you the look. untelevised Grammy <laughs> category, yeah. It, it does mention that some
1: of these uh new uh, awards won't be televised, yeah. <laughs> that's
4: the yeah. That's there's no need for that, like. I feel like it would be more like insulting if a movie won that. Especially yeah. on.
3: It's like a participation you know, award. I mean, right.
1: who? I mean, who? Who are they going to have? Uh, you know, vote for which is the popular movies. I mean, are they going to have the uh, the people voting, sending in their votes? Look,
3: they're just they're just going to go by box office. That's it. Like, that, that's why that, that award is shit. Like, it's really just going. Because, really, like, if everybody, if, you know, people spend half a billion dollars to go see a movie, and even half of those people think that movie is great, that movie, by judging by people's opinion, is better than anything that's won the Academy Award for Best Picture in the last 10 years. Because it's always these movies that 500,000 people saw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're judging by numbers for that category, but not judging by numbers for something else. It's it's dumb. It, it's
2: like, wasn't Donna Justice like the big moneymaker of that year?
4: Right.
3: And that was a terrible movie.
2: Like
4: right. Which is why they shouldn't go completely by box office.
3: Yeah. I I, I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to give you a little peek because I have the letter that they sent out. Maybe
1: they'll go by what the Rotten Tomato score is or something.
3: Nah. I have the letter that they sent out to the members of the Academy here somewhere. It says, uh, Dear Member, last night the Board of Governors met to elect new board officers, and discuss and approve significant changes to the Oscars telecast. The Board of Governors, staff, academy members, and various working groups spent the last several months discussing improvements to the show. Tonight, the board approved three key changes. A three-hour Oscars telecast. It says, we are committed to producing... Here's the second thing. A new award category. We'll create a new category for outstanding achievement in popular film. Eligibility eligibility requirements and other key details will be forthcoming. So I guess they haven't decided how they're going to vote on that first. And then
4: the third uh, thing they sounds vote, insulting.
3: Yeah. The third uh, thing they, they added to it is an earlier air date for the next award ceremony. It's going to be the date... The telecast will move to Sunday, February 9th, 2020.
4: Oh, I'm not doing anything like that day.
0: Yeah.
4: I mean, not not yet, at least. Sure. I'll billion. check it out.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, should we cast our predictions for what's going to be the popular film that that's going to win that Academy Award for popular film?
1: Uh, Infinity War?
4: Um
3: yeah that's that's it's the that's the key that's the one yeah
1: yeah yeah that, yeah, that just
3: comes a... out it, well because that is the 2020 oh wait that'll be the 2019
4: yeah it'll be a 2019
1: film um,
3: right so it's, i guess avengers 4
1: yeah most likely yeah <laughs> either that one or captain Marvel. one of those two
3: no, nah, because Captain Marvel comes out this year, no?
1: No, that's next year.
4: Which yeah, one comes out next year? year. The next comic book movie we get is the cartoon Spider-Man movie. But that's it? Mm-hmm. Or maybe that... Aquaman. I'm not sure.
2: Aquaman, I think. Uh, Venom
1: comes out in October. Right.
4: We're not talking about that. Yeah, no one cares about that.
1: <laughs> captain marvel is march 8 2019 so oh. just a few months and when
4: does
3: the other captain marvel come out
1: oh i think that's this year too isn't it
2: is it i'm away from my computer so Tyler's gonna have to look it up i'm gonna look that is he next. drinking a beer in that promo shot it's soda it I thought it was a beer, too, but I think
1: it's, it's like, grape soda or something. Uh, oh, okay. It, it says here that Shazam will be released on April 5th, ni-
2: 2019. Man. It should have been beer, though. I think in New 52, that's the first thing I mean, him and Freeman did was got, they robbed an ATM to to buy beer.
1: So we got... I hate. Got yeah, beer. but I
4: want old 52. Like, yeah, what? 52, good, like, generally good kid who right. gets powers because he's worthy. Right.
0: Like, like, new 52?
4: That's what I would prefer.
0: Yeah. And
4: I, don't get me wrong. Like, unlike you, Mo, I didn't actually have a problem with it. But if we're getting a movie, I would prefer the original yeah. good kid, you know, version
3: it's like I yelled at Vito uh, in San Diego. Or he's like, I've been waiting since I was like five years old for this movie. And I'm like, well, keep waiting because you're not getting shit. You're getting (laughs) the shitty New 52 Captain Marvel. You're not getting the one you loved when you were five years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Aquaman comes out on December 21st. I hope this comes out.
4: I don't care about him as a kid.
2: Wait, Aquaman's a Christmas movie?
4: Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: Yep.
3: And also, the Captain Marvel one's a Christmas movie too, but that comes out in April.
1: Yeah, we got two two Captain Marvel movies months apart. We got one in April and one in March.
4: The people are going to be so confused. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny.
2: No, because
4: like they don't call him Captain Marvel. They call him Shazam. Oh, yeah. So, so stupid.
1: Yeah, on, yeah, only the mainstream will call him Shazam. But to, uh, I, I didn't say sport. that
2: earlier because I know Mo refuses to call him
1: Shazam. Yeah, yeah you got Shazam. Yeah, you got Mar- Captain Marvel for March and Captain Marvel for April. So pick one.
3: Like, if you'd have told me as a kid that you're getting two Captain Marvel movies a month apart from each other, (laughs) I was, was, man, I've been so happy. You know, like, both Captain Marvel, like, the only thing that would have made it better is, like, you get a Miracle Man movie, too, like, in between, and then it's, like, fuck. But now, like, now I'm seeing it happen, and it's,
4: I don't want it. Now, wasn't there a Miracle Man in production?
3: I think they were trying to get that, but there was, yeah, it, there's a whole rights thing, like, they're not even gonna they're not gonna do it.
4: <laughs> Are they gonna do Berta instead?
2: I thought they were doing the whole New Gods thing. Like, didn't they have some director already?
3: Oh, yeah, but no, when I was talking about, I wasn't talking about Mr. Miracle, I was talking about Miracle Man, the, the Alan Moore guy. Oh, right. I was thinking of Mr.
4: Guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be tight, too, if they did that. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to think about that New Gods movie, too. Like, that's not going to be good. I think for, like, New Gods, you need, like, I don't know, man. You need, like, Guillermo del Toro or somebody to do it, you know? Or Peter Jackson. I, it'd,
2: it'd be crazy if they do New guys and they have Darkseid before Justice League gets Darkseid. I mean, that would be the smart
3: thing to do. But who knows?
4: Yeah, it would be.
3: Let's see, all right. So, that, that's all I got for news. I'm not going to do anything else. We're going to jump into reviews next.
1: I got one piece um, of news here. I got one piece of news. Um, Uh, You guys ever watch the show Parks and Rec, right?
3: No, no, no. Oh,
1: oh, Uh, anyways. uh, I actually
3: think you get your ass beat for watching it.
1: (laughs) Anyways, uh, Ben Schwartz of Parks and Rec has been cast as the voice of Sonic for the live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie. He is currently the voice of Leonardo in Rise of the TMNT. Like, okay. Is that hold on? Is that
2: Schwartzman? Is that the same guy, the comedian?
1: Um, Ben Schwartz. Um, I don't know. I never watched the show either, so <laughs> maybe. Oh, well, it's a good thing action. you asked us if we. Yeah.
4: There's a live-action Sonic, the Hedgehog <laughs> yep. movie.
3: Yeah, but uh, yeah. it's not even live action. Like I hate that they call these things live action, but it's, they're it, not it's, live action.
1: It's live action, but the only thing that CGI is going to be Sonic.
3: But that's not live action.
2: Jim Carrey's Robotnik.
1: Uh, yeah, that's another thing.
3: Yeah, I saw that. That might be good.
1: And what's his name? James Marston is playing a character in the movie.
3: Oh Didn't he turn into a pussy? Nah, he turned into an awesome human being.
4: Uh, he just took I don't know. Some,
3: he just took some hallucinogenics and, like, enlightened himself. You know what I mean?
4: Like, he wasn't was... he whining about violence and shit? Yeah. Really
3: yeah, yeah, he was, but he wasn't, like... I think that was a weird satirical thing.
2: He did that right after he did Kick-Ass, right? Yeah. Or even during Like, people were like, yeah. what the fuck? You're, you're this guy, but...
3: Well, what he, what it was, I don't think he wanted to actually travel to promote the movie. So he just did that to, like, okay, we're not going to send him. He's a loose cannon. But, like, people interview him about shit all the time, and then he does this weird rant that's, like, it's really real, and people should think like that, but they don't get it at the time. You know, like, he showed and, up at a at a yeah, fashion and show, it. and they're, like,
1: yeah, and, on and,
3: and he did the same thing about the fashion thing. Yeah, you
2: know? uh, and on right, didn't Twitter, he say like, "Well, I'm not really here" or something like that? Yeah, no,
3: he goes, "Why? What brings you here to the fashion show?" And it's a stupid question because, like, it's a fucking fashion show. He's there on a date with a chick, so he he was dating a model, so he went to support her. Like, what else is he going to be doing? You know? And so he goes, "No, I just found like I, I googled the stupidest thing I could show up at, and I ended up here." Like that was, that
1: was, <laughs> and, that it's was actually, and it's a I, great answer. I, yeah, and, and on his Twitter, he's been posting. I think he's been posting some art that he's been doing, some images. Oh some yeah, drawings. no, he's a,
3: he's a painter. Yeah, he's he's good at it. He's no, he's not
2: a good painter.
3: I mean, a good painter is subjective. Like you can't really judge it. Like I can. No, you can. Are there
4: pictures from this, whatever? Yeah. There's
3: a uh, like, oh the the movie though. No. I thought you
4: were asking uh, about Zarn. No, I don't care about. It. Well, I don't I don't I won't say I don't care about it, but I, I want to know what this is going to look like. The son, son, live action Sonic the Hedgehog. Like it seems like it's weird. Like why would they do that?
1: Yeah, I wonder how Sonic is going to look like, like because if you've seen a hedgehog, I don't think I don't think they would translate very well. When you try to make well, it's not live action. He's he's
3: CGI. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, if he's CGI, he can look like whatever the fuck they want him to look like. I think it's gonna be like like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they're gonna gonna, realistic setting with the.
1: They're gonna figure out a way to blend the uh, classic art style of the game and then use some of the uh, realistic looking hedgehogs. But I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how he's gonna be size wise. Is he going to be tiny? How knows. tall is is Sonic supposed to be in the in the game? I mean, uh, he has a
2: height and weight.
3: He's like three, yeah, like three feet or something.
1: And a real hedgehog is way smaller than like a couple of inches.
3: Yeah, we understand what a hedgehog <laughs> is. Yeah, we, it's
0: not,
3: the real hedgehog is not live action. It's CGI. It doesn't matter. What the hedgehog is. Man, he got both of us
4: at the same time.
3: <laughs> Get a real hedgehog reason, and shove it up your ass. We're not talking about real hedgehogs.
4: I think the reason Tiger Claw is confused is because he's probably thinking of the Chipmunks movie where they actually made them the size of chipmunks.
1: That's my one concern. <laughs> Uh, is, he gonna, is, he, is he gonna be a tiny little hedgehog running around super fast or are they gonna make him make him as tall as he is in the cartoons in the game oh what, what's really gonna
2: blow your mind is Tails is a fox but foxes are bigger than hedgehogs but Tails is smaller than Sonic think about that like do
4: they have a yeah. director yet or writer Who's directing? Yeah, they, have, they have a
1: director and a writer for it. They've been filming it already.
4: Well, who's the director and writer? Uh,
1: let me check. i you right now.
4: Sorry, I can't look it up without getting closer to like. Uh, my-
3: the director is Jeff Fowler, and uh, he won the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. For Gopher Broke. I have no idea what that is. I figured since it was Gopher and it's a hedgehog, they just picked him for Sonic. Mm.
4: Okay. Sounds familiar. I'll have to look it up after the show. James Marsden is in it. Why? I mean, why? Why Where's James Marsden? Dude, he can stop now. I mean, he plays he's like Tom, everywhere. Why, plays,
1: why is he
3: everywhere? He plays Tom Wachowski, a police officer.
1: Yeah, I remember. I remember, posting, uh, I, I remember posting some images, some set images of him in, yeah, you know, in
4: costume. This is gonna be one of those movies that focuses on the humans, huh? Yeah, that's what it looks like.
2: I think yeah, they're basing I, yeah. it on the cartoon where Sonic is in New York. I think.
1: Yeah, Wait, but say the that cartoon, again. Yeah, the cartoon start, but the cartoon started out in his world, and then it went to the to the real world. Wait, hold on. What? Shut up.
4: What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's not,
4: that's not how Sonic it X. goes. That, yeah, but that's not that's not how it hold goes.
2: Hold on, hold on. What were you saying, us? <laughs> I just. Said it might. It's probably going to be like that cartoon where it's it's Sonic in the real world.
1: Sonic X.
4: Okay. I mean, all the worlds are real.
1: Which is basically (laughs) which is based on Sonic Adventures.
3: Joe, do you remember the Dark Sonic cartoon?
4: I love that cartoon. Which one was that one? Which uh what do you mean? That was, was what that was the Saturday no, morning what?
1: one. The Saturday morning, morning. Oh
4: yeah, what was it yeah. called? It was it was just called Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Okay. And that the one cartoony really
4: one was Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. That was good too.
1: That one was the it more goofy one was that was, okay. was on
4: weekdays, but Saturdays was the more serious one. Yeah. I like the more serious one. I mean the Goofy one has its moments, but I did prefer the more serious one, and that's what the comic ended up being based off of. And it doesn't sound like we're going to get that
1: because like you are basically straight up adapting Sonic Adventures. That's what this thing looks like. Did you did you notice? I mean, one not if it said, has
3: too many.
4: Uh, I, I will I say, if, uh,
1: one of the set photos that I posted was they, they have a billboard that says Green Hill. And it, it seems like the movie takes place in a town called Green Hill. Green Hills. Remember Green Hill Zone from the game?
4: Yes. Obviously. <laughs> it's the first level. Why would you ask me that?
1: <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> if, if
4: Man, so, why
1: would you yeah, so for some green? reason, it looks like the movie uh, it, it takes place in a fictional town called Green Hill, Green Hills, whatever it is. So maybe that's their way of uh, adding some little Easter eggs. They should God. just
3: have they should just have Jaleel White do the voice. Yeah, he I was, was
1: good. Thinking, yeah, yeah, he was good. He was a good Sonic. But ben
4: yeah, I about, mean. He's a- He's good. He's not... Like, I wouldn't try to force him into it. Like, I wouldn't try to pigeonhole him into the... I would. Sonic. He doesn't noise, do anything else. Done, Well, I mean, it'd be good for him, but... Like, remember the anime Sonic the Hedgehog movie? That didn't have him. And I'm talking about the one before the one with the princess. I'm talking about, the, like, the first one where he was living in an airplane. Uh-huh. Like um yeah, that one didn't have Jill White, and it was like fine. Like ah, uh, I don't oh uh, fuck! Why do people <laughs> always need people in their goddamn movies? Like I don't, he- I don't understand.
3: Heck says, "Remember the Green Hill Zone guys?" And then verse says, "And let me guess, they take a tour." to the chemical plant, and eventually end up at the Egg Fortress. <laughs> uh,
4: you now, if they do that live, that w- that might be interesting. I don't know. I'm going to have to look up. You know what? I'm just going to call it right now and say this is going to turn out terrible.
3: Yeah. Just by, like, the town being called Green Hill, like... It's dumb.
4: It's like if they had gotten Brian Michael Bendis to write it, then I would have more hope.
1: I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna make Sonic get really addicted to chili dogs, like he like he does in the cartoon. You
2: know what they're what they're probably gonna do
1: is First off,
4: they don't remember that the people working on this have no idea that that's a thing because they're not Sonic fans. So, that's not going to happen.
0: It's going to be an Infinity
2: War remake where Robotnik is trying to put all the Chaos Emeralds in, into a gauntlet and stop
1: Uh, uh Oscar, you're breaking up. And he throws and rolls into a ball. And
2: Ooh. fuck you. <laughs> but did that come through okay?
1: Yeah. Okay, you're Could fine you now. Now what you said.
2: I said it's going to be a remake of Infinity War. Robotnik's going to be looking for the Chaos Emerald to put him in a in a giant gauntlet, and Sonic's going to throw rings at him. But Sonic is tiny because he's a hedgehog, so
3: <laughs> he's yeah. going to burrow into the ground. Uh, Burr says the tire claw. Say Sonic is addicted to shitty dogs. <laughs> It did sound like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. Joe, tell me about this Death of Superman movie, man.
4: Okay. So, the Death of Superman is a retelling of the Death of Superman story from the comics, but set into the current DC animated universe. Um... It basically starts out with the uh with the, the Justice League finding some technology that they don't know what it is and so my go
0: around
4: to these different and then Doomsday shows up. Yeah. And he starts fucking everything up. And there's also a plot point about Superman and Lois. Like, she doesn't know a secret yet. So I, that's have, like, I have
2: one one question before you go on. Mm-hmm. Does Doomsday rip Booster Gold's arm off?
4: You know, we were fortunate enough to not get Booster Gold in this selling. Um, uh, I'm
2: done.
0: <laughs>
2: Fuck this shitty fucking whatever Mo would say because they this shit
1: on his love. Shit. Yeah, yes. thank you, Mo. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait to see. No, it's what... Oscar's reaction whenever they make a Booster Gold movie and they cast somebody that he doesn't like.
2: I got Booster Gold in Smallville, and that was good. So, I'm fine. Okay. Go on, Joe.
4: But, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so basically, it's like... Um, Doomsday comes, and he starts just randomly killing everyone with the Justice League trying to stop him. And, like, I don't remember the comic too well like it was years ago but uh, yeah, it's basically just kind of a brawl with some other with the Superman relationship stuff in the mm-hmm. background and uh, I'll be honest they pull it off well like it fits into the current animated universe like pretty well and I think I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen Doomsday in the suit um, outside of the comics. So that was a big thing for me.
3: I did see the clip, that green suit with the goggles, right? Yeah. Yeah, that looked cool.
4: Yeah, I like it. So it's... Yeah, it's uh interesting. Like, I don't like Luther's voice, but that's a minor thing. Who did the
2: voice? Rain Luther. Wilson.
4: Right. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Sounds terrible.
0: <laughs>
4: like, it's not that bad. And at least he, like, he is acting well. Like, he acts like Luther should act. So, but, yeah, it's just, the voice is just a tiny bit off to me. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because the majority of this is just, like, a huge brawl. So there's not really a whole lot to go into. Um, I think, even though it is interesting, like, the stuff that happens around it does pull it together. So, from what I hear, this is like they are going to do the rebirth next. So Hmm. that's kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, it does kind of show in the after-credit scenes. There are four of them. Um, so, mm mm-hmm.
3: That's crazy.
4: Well, you know, because everyone gets one. Yeah. Iron and. Superboy.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right.
4: Eradicator and um, Metal Superman.
3: Yeah, Cyborg
4: Superman. Yeah, Cyborg Superman. He was kind of funny. Like, they show him getting killed. (laughs) That was, like, pretty. It was pretty funny. Honestly. Like, not in a bad way funny, but just, like, it was funny in a kind of cool way. Hmm. Because he thought Superman would save him And he didn't But Yeah Do
0: you
4: think they're going to do the Reign of
3: Superman Thing
4: next Yeah that's what I think they're going to do Which is why we got the four Scenes But But see. one of the other things that's interesting is because, you know, the movies don't take place back to back. They're like, mm-hmm. there is time between the movies. So it's like, um, somewhere between the last movie and this one, Hawkman and Martian Manhunter join the team. Mm. So that's, it's interesting to me. It's like, it's a, it makes it feel more like a living kind of world even though part of it does make it feel like more like a living world, even though I would kind of like to see some of this world more. But it's cool. And the Titans are mysteriously absent, which, I mean, not that there was much they could do, but still, with Doomsday going on a rampage, you would think... One or two of them might show up to try to help, but they didn't. Yeah. But all in all, I had fun watching it. I thought it was good. I would give it a four. Out of five? Yes.
3: What would have made it a five out of five?
4: Um. What would have made it a five out of five? I'm not sure I could think of anything specific but I know one of the things that I really enjoyed in War was the chemistry between the Justice League members and you don't really get that much here
0: Mm.
4: I mean you do get some of it I mean there's like a really great scene with Flash talking about how he's, like, Flash is about to get married to Iris. And so, like, there's a scene discussing that, and I thought that was pretty cool, but it just doesn't have the chemistry of some of the other movies, I felt like. Cool. So, yeah, more chemistry would have made it a five even though I, I don't dislike like there wasn't necessarily anything I dislike
3: yeah what you saw didn't like deter you from liking it
4: right cool but yeah it's it's good
3: yeah I have a review for um, unnatural number 1
4: I didn't get a chance to read it um I did flip through it Oh, okay. So um, you kind of
3: know what it looks like art-wise and
4: yeah. nudity-wise. And... There's not that much nudity. Right, All right. It's definitely not porn.
3: Yeah, I know. I only said it was porn to get you to read it, but it got <laughs> you to... <laughs> It's more of a drama with a little nudity in it and f- I guess furries. It's a furry comic. Right. Yeah. I don't read that many furry comics, so I don't know what the themes are. But this one had an interesting theme to me in the sense that it had a a social, political. uh, I wouldn't even say undertone. Like, that's part of the plot in here. Where. Because there's so many, like. Anthropomorphic creatures. They passed legislation to keep them breeding, breeding within their own species so like interspecies like love affairs and relationships are illegal and so are uh, same sex uh, relationships and part of the logic behind it politically is that they need to keep their species going In order to keep the civilization going, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, but the main character, Leslie, is a pig girl. And she basically has uh, these dreams, these erotic dreams with a wolf. And that's who she's attracted to. And it also takes place on her birthday. And part of what the government does in this book is... If you're not married and breeding by a certain age, they set you up with somebody so that you can get to it when, when you're 25, you yeah? know? So mm-hmm. she was having, like, a shitty day in, in the comic, and it was her birthday. Eventually, yeah, her up. boss
4: was harassing her. Yeah. Because he's a dick. Yeah. An alligator dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then by
3: the time like the book is done It's her birthday Her friend surprised her with some sushi From her favorite restaurant And She gets an email And you know from reading this book Oh it's going to be a hot wolf guy Hitting her up Sliding into her DM's or whatever You know And it's not It's the government saying Oh we found a match for you now that you're 25 And uh, you have a date tomorrow so issue 2 is already out I didn't buy it because it was 4 bucks on the image app
4: and the number uh, 1 was I,
3: what was that
4: uh, I I bought it but like I said I'm not, I didn't have time to read them yet. Okay. But yeah but yeah I did it? notice that it was like the first one was 2 bucks and the next one was like 5
3: yeah it's like that in print too huh I don't know Oh, you bought it in in
4: Amazon on the Kindle.
3: Oh, yeah, Amazon. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the price. I guess the first one. I guess to get people to do it. Now it's actually uh, an Italian comic. It was a uh, was produced in Italy first in 2016. So we're actually two years behind
1: on it. For a first oh. comic, that sounds uh, pretty. Deep.
4: Italy does some good things sometimes. Yeah, I mean, some of their comics and stuff were pretty, pretty good.
3: Yeah, well, for me, it's more a little bit of a different perspective on how they write comics. Like the tone, sometimes the 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 way that the story progresses, and then also the translation. Like sometimes when it's from another country and they translate it, it comes out terrible. You know, mm-hmm. like, they use the wrong like it's too too literal translation, not like more like the the theme doesn't come across as well, you know what I mean? But this right. one did a good job. Like I I knew it was an Italian comic, and then I read it, and it didn't, you know, I didn't feel I felt like it was just a a straight up new American comic. And then I read it again; it's actually uh, written and drawn by the same person, and it's a, a lady. She worked on her name is Mirka Andolfo. And she worked on Wonder Woman, uh, DC Sirens, or DC... No, v- I like
4: that book.
3: Which one is it?
4: Let's see here. They're both good. Let's see.
3: Where is that page with her bio? There we go. Nope, that's not it.
1: What's the name of the comic so I can post a link into the chat or something like that?
3: Oh, it's called Unnatural.
1: Unnatural. Number
3: one from Image. Yeah. She worked on Harley Quinn, Wonder Woman, DC Bombshells. And some stuff for Vertigo and Young Animal. Uh, she has drawn drawn comics at Marvel and Dynamite and Aspen. Uh, but Unnatural is her own creation. And the art is, is really good in it. It's it has a good yeah, style. It's
4: been quality art.
3: Yeah, the colors are really good in it, and I, I saw some guy comment on Instagram that he hated it, and that's what made me read it because it's like, okay, he hated the art. Well, he hated the comic all around. Like he says, he, I think he like particularly hates furries.
4: Yeah, that must be it.
3: But I don't like, you know, aside from. From the wolf guy, like nobody in here is really that furry. Like everybody's like, you know, scaly or you know, they don't look that puffy. But I guess I'm judging furries differently. <laughs> but yeah. the story itself, the story itself is a uh, is actually like like Tiger Claw just mentioned. It's a little deep. It becomes a little more of a social political like story. And I don't know if other furries get in, other furry books get into that. I don't read that many of them.
4: The thing about furry books, and I know because I read them, is that they're about, they are as varied as non furry books. Okay. So it's like, yeah, you might have a comic that's like mostly just fluff about like a comedic slice of life. Nothing serious to the very serious. To I mean, you remember a uh, mouse? Yeah, exactly. That's that's so. The it's like yeah. It's like they and run the Elephant gambit Men too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, furry comics run the gambit just the way non-furry comics do. So it's like, yeah, this isn't the only furry comic with geopolitical stuff, but. If you don't want geopolitical in your furry comic, you definitely don't have to get it. And if you actually do want furry porn comics, there's always Genus. Yeah. And Omaha, which I started trying to read. It's hard to find it collected, but Omaha is pretty good.
3: And it's like, I, you know, the the guy that hated it on Instagram posted a cover, he got like a a Comic Con exclusive cover, and that's why he read it, because he, he's he just, he's a collector of comics, so if they have like an exclusive, like he'll get it, and the cover mm-hmm. looked pretty raunchy, and I'm like, man, Image, putting something like that right on the cover, and then he hated it, and then he said he hated it, free, so I'm like, ah, I gotta read this to see like what he hates about it and honestly i can't really see what he hates about it like the story itself like you said it's there's porn furry comics and this had like a tiny bit of that and then it had a little more of other like slice of life thing and then then it has the politi- like social political commentary
4: and uh, right so like it's this like, from what i saw and this being from someone that didn't read it it looks more like a slice of life with some nudity yeah, which is not a bad thing. Yes. I mean, Santa the Panda was slice you, of life with some nudity sometimes. The, uh, <laughs> uh, I
1: I just uh, on that link that I posted there. There's a picture of the alternate cover. Did you see that?
3: I'm clicking on it right now, but my computer's not working.
1: I just post the I just post the image in in Skype chat. That is oh, okay. the uh, that is the it says here the alternate cover of this issue.
3: Overall, I would give this book about a probably about a four out of five. Like it was a good read. You know, the price is high for the second one. Four bucks usually for Image. uh, Maybe that's the standard now, but
4: I'm not used to (laughs) that. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I was just thinking about there's this one uh one panel where she's like trying to make out with the cup. Pretty
3: yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, that that is the cover I saw on Instagram. So in pre production show, when I said I highly recommended it, I hadn't read it yet. Right. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get everybody to read it.
4: But, yeah, well I, like once you said image, I knew it wasn't porn.
0: Yeah.
4: Because it's like image. Like, if you had said Dark Horse or Radio Comics, I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. But I did want to check it out, though. Cool. Like, an image furry comic. Why not give it a shot?
3: Yeah, definitely worth checking out because, you know, you're going to get something that. You know, if you're used to furry comics, you're going to get something that might be a little different, a little tone back or a little. But I, I, the art itself, I really like.
4: I never thought of pig. The women art is actually yeah, really good. <laughs> and that's because you don't get enough pig women.
1: Are there any? Uh, I bet <laughs> there's yeah. probably some cat women in there in the comics. Uh, is there? I saw I don't like remember,
4: a like. I, I, her I'm, roommate I'm, looking, looking, I'm looking really at
1: the. Uh, I'm looking at some of the uh, preview images from. From the link. And I see some other species in there.
3: Yeah, her roommate's like a mouse.
1: Yeah, she was cute.
3: And then, like, her co-workers, the goat. Um, There's, like, a bunny chick at work, too.
4: And then there's. Like, I'm sure there are cats, so it seems to be, like, kind of everything, but it's just focused on this one woman, so. We're not gonna see everything.
3: Yeah. There is a cat uh co worker but she doesn't talk or anything. And then
1: I'm pretty sure you'll see other types of animals as in the background at least.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was it was an interesting read. Again I give it four out of five. Definitely check it out.
4: Enjoy. Okay, it's the story, but I can't say the art is very good.
1: Okay, looking, Not I'm just because
4: of the nudity. I mean, the the art the artwork is actually really good.
1: Yeah, I can see I can see some of the other animals and some of the other issues that I have here on the covers. Yeah, uh, right. Billy they're O.K. Saying, yeah, you're right. There's a goat dude in here.
3: Yeah, and he's gay. He's actually, like, his boyfriend's a pig man, and he tries to set the main character up with that character, with that pig man. Um, Billy O.K. says, I may have just said it out loud. What in the world? That's a butt. In relation to that picture of the cover you post. And then, Hex says, Tiger Claw breaking the site rules.
4: Oh, yeah. That is against the rules. Yeah? It's a comic. I I don't know. Yeah, but you're
3: depicting a butt? Like, you can't do that. Yeah,
4: nudity. uh, All games is uh, no nudity. Like, you can't post pictures of nudity, and you can't talk graphically about it. Yeah.
3: He posted the picture for the for, co- for the second cover, and GZ Doctor Forever
4: says that's a better cover. It's a if it's cover. the one I'm thinking of, like it's hard to check, but is it the one where they're on the couch? Yeah, yeah, that's a good cover. I like it.
3: Yeah, there's really good lighting in it and shadows, and it made me want to spend five bucks on the second issue. But if I'm gonna, right. if I'm gonna spend five bucks on a comic, I'm gonna get the physical. Cause I don't know, that maybe I'm old fashioned. You know what I mean?
4: Right. If I could go on a tangent, yeah, for,
0: go for.
4: Uh, you speaking about physical? Uh, that just reminded me. Did you guys talk about Stanley not doing signings anymore?
3: No, nah, man. What happened?
4: Um basically yeah he's getting on in in uh years and so he's not going to be uh cuz you know you have the that one company the grades and no like they do the grading and the verification
3: yeah the CGs and
4: uh, yeah Stanley's canceled all his uh basically yeah all his appointments with them are gone and he said he's not really going to be doing signings at conventions anymore either. Man. So, uh, yeah, no more public signings. Let's um, say so you might be able to mail stuff to him, but...
3: Well, you might not get it back.
4: Probably not, yeah. So, yeah, let's... Man, let's... Man. He's getting up there in age.
3: Yeah, look, you might die before the end of the year.
4: He was awesome in Teen Titans Go.
3: (laughs) Oh, you saw that?
4: Yeah, I did.
3: Man, we should have done the review for that.
4: Well, we should wait, because Lawrence saw it too.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. And,
4: yeah, we went and checked it out, and I really liked it. Lawrence liked it, but not as much. But, yeah, it would be better to have both of us speaking on it. But I will say, yeah, Stanley does a cameo in it, and it's it's pretty, it's really funny. I was like, yeah, let me just talk about that because it's it's not a spoiler, I don't think. But it's funny because he's like he's like doing the cameo, and then someone like comes up to him and is like, "Stanley, this is a DC movie," and he's like, "Oh, that's a." D- DC, I gotta get out of here. And then he shows up later, he's like, I don't care if it is a DC movie, I love doing cameos. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. But yeah, hopefully Lawrence will be here next week, and we'll do like a full review. Cool. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, I would say if you've got the time, check yeah. it out. It's like there's a lot of referential stuff that you might not get, but there's a lot of non referential stuff too,
1: okay,
4: like I kinda just want to start talking about it, but
1: I mean they, there's
4: they, definitely some fun stuff to
1: they, check yeah, they, out they did they did mention Marvel and all that stuff, right,
4: yeah. There's like a, a few, a, there's like a couple Marvel mentions that are really funny. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, if you've got time, check it out. Cool. All
3: right. Lot, man. Hit we'll that fucking music, we it man. next week. Huh. We're going to get out of here.
1: All righty.
3: Joe, give us some final thoughts.
4: Um, I've been playing Battle Chaser some more. It's starting to grow on me more.
3: Yeah, it's so. it's a good game. It's just, it's definitely a throwback type of game. Right. So now it takes, you know, it does have, like, a thing. Like, some things feel like, yeah, they should, this day and age, doing something like that. But it's still a fun game I, I enjoy it I wish I had more time to play it
4: right I'm gonna play that when we get off
3: you're playing it on PS4
4: yeah
1: okay
3: uh Tiger Claw, give us some final thoughts man
1: um um you guys heard that uh you You guys played on uh, Tekken you, you ever played Tekken because Negan yeah from Walking Dead is gonna be in the game Tekken Seven, okay, in
3: know, in DLC know. or
1: yeah, he's a yeah he's a DLC character. Apparently, oh, okay. I don't know how Negan fits into the uh, Tekken Seven universe, but he, he has his baseball bat too. So we'll see how. that Yeah, goes. I
3: don't think it really matters. Now, is it going to be TV Negan or comic book
4: Negan?
1: It looks like TV. TV Negan.
4: They don't know about the comic books.
1: Yeah.
4: It's tech and They don't know.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: for Larry... Oz had to go. Larry's not here. But for them, subscribe to the
4: podcast
3: on either iTunes or all, allgames.com slash FF. Gonna be here next week.
4: And Podbean, uh, right?
3: And Podbean as well, yeah. Um, everybody in chat, thank you for... I feel like we had some good good rapport with chat this week. Big man, GC, Dr. Fred, heck, DC, Nate, Billy, okay. Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week right here, like always, on allgames.com.